And welcome to this edition of The Journey. We're here with my regular cohorts. Everybody's present. Welcome. Today we're going to discuss witchcraft. And we're going to start with the origins and dive into it a little bit. And some of the superstitions and misconceptions as well. And we'll uh, probably broach a couple of episodes on this subject. It's, uh, it's quite interesting and a lot to be spoken about. So let's just jump right in and uh, let's do it. Witches, <laughs> on to you. Oh, oh, yay. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about witchcraft, maybe the history. You know, I guess what you would call witchcraft, the history started, the name of it started in um, Europe, actually, uh, like the witch trials, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, witchcraft or magic or paganism has been around for thousands of years. Mm. But I think they termed the, the, the term witchcraft and how it became thought of as evil started in probably like the 1400s, like 1450, like the 1400s. Yeah, so Scotland, I think, was one of the um, first places where a woman was accused of witchcraft. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was Bailiff David Seaton's uh, housemaid, and he accused her of witchcraft and. King James of Scotland at the time was, I guess, in, had some type of relationship with David Seaton. I don't know why I don't remember, but apparently um, he heard about this, you know, witchcraft, beware, it's evil, yada, yada. Um, but that's kind of what started it. And I think he was convinced when he was trying to sail to England. Oh, no, I'm sorry. His wife, Anne, was the queen of Denmark. Who was trying to sail to Scotland to join King James? There's something about a storm took place. A storm place. should yeah. have turned back. Right. It was terrible. She didn't make it, and well, no, she didn't make it to Scotland. Yeah. So King James then got a boat. So what the hell is this about? I'm just gonna go get her. So he huh. tried to sail to England to get her, and um, he had a bad storm. Also, he made it, but I think that's where. Uh, he found that there was this craze going on of uh, Well, he basically trials. started yeah. this nonsense that, <laughs> yeah. yeah, witches are doing this and right. we need And to it's stop funny, it. too, because he really, he made it take off the whole idea that witchcraft, the term witchcraft first, and how it was deemed to be, you know, a pact with the devil, which mm -hmm. it really isn't. So he really made it take off with that because he actually wrote a book King James, King James of he became King James of England, yeah. and um, he wrote a book called Demonology. Mm. So, in, in that book, he included, you know, witches mm. and the devil and all that fun stuff. And, uh, so, it just took off from there the hysteria yeah. and yeah. accusing um, innocent people. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, yeah, had no idea what they were actually talking about, but that's. Pretty much. Listen, ages, I, I think so. a lot of the people, you know, the, the history starts with witches with, are always deemed as healers, mm -hmm. or in um, in Germanic uh, in Germany, the Germanic term was um, they use a lot of shamanistic attributes, also a lot of shamanism, mm -hmm. and the shamans in the German language at the time were called Wiccans. Mm -hmm. So you know, a lot of that all ties in, but they were you know healers and. You know, took care of the earth. They grew herbs and medicine. Were, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. There wasn't magic. anything evil yeah. or you know dark about them. But it, you know, yeah. it takes one person to 
Yeah. You get this thought in their head and sort of craze and everybody follows them and that's that's what it's just not understanding the the un well, to them it was the unknown. Right. It was feared. To, yeah. at the time I guess it was unknown and feared, and today it's unknown but revered. <laughs> Hmm. Did you just come up with that? Oh, we put that on a t-shirt. That was good. Yeah, I want a shirt with that. I'll wear that. Wait, what was that? Say it again? It was revered. It was At the it? time, it was unknown and feared, and today, it's unknown and Just watch and the revered. playback. <laughs> I wanted to be up on that. Come on. <laughs> we got you, Phil. <sighs> That's awesome, though. And then, of course, you know, when the craze happened, and yeah. witches were being put to death all yeah. over Europe. Yeah, so many people tortured and killed from like what, 1450 to 1750. Yeah. A long time. Yeah. In the 1600s, it hit Ireland, and it, oddly enough, it started in Scotland. So you think, and it was bad in Scotland. Mm. And Ireland has the least amount of deaths mm. of being put put to death for being a witch because the 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 Irish and their villages, the Catholic Church was very much behind mm. them. So even if Somebody wanted to put them to death. The entire village would come to them on their behalf. So I think there was, if if it was five, and I don't even think it was that. I have tons of notes at home, but I don't even think it was that because the village itself would come on behalf of mm -hmm. whoever was deemed a witch because they went to them for healing and yeah. birthing. Right. They were that community. What, exactly, yeah. completely different thing. Which is because the Celts in Scotland and Ireland, they're also, you know, they tend to mix. And not when it came to that. I mean, there were a few, you know, and their practices of how to figure out you're a witch, like uh, I was saying earlier, you know, well, bind their hands and feet and throw them in the water. Well, and if you floated, you were a witch. Yeah. If you sunk, you weren't. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's think about that for a minute. And, okay? I, and, I, and, I, <laughs> yeah. do, and I do believe, like, as a society, uh, and, and, you know, all these societies are scattered around, you know, through these villages and some are bigger cities and all. It was the move out of um, how we were as, as as a people, where we had that leader who was the shaman, the healer, out into a more high, you know, high, high, high what's the word? Hierarchy. Hierarchy. Saying thank you, I don't speak English much. Uh, the hierarchy where we had rulers at that point, and the rulers didn't want to be usurped by these ideas and that there was something higher than themselves. And well, I think that's yeah. you know what started the the real craze, and once King James got his mind yeah. wrapped well, around I, I it. I think what also was the nail in in the witches' coffins were, uh, I, 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 we'll use the term witches you know mm -hmm. loosely right now, but we all know who we're talking about. Um, was that the in the 1400s when who wrote the the Malleus Maleficarum? Maleficarum? Maleficarum. 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 Malefic Malefic I can't say it. I can't Malefic say it. The Malleus Maleficarum. Look that up, Chris. Uh, uh, <laughs> but it was, it was written I did see in that. the 1400s. <laughs> and basically, it was a book about witches and, and how witches and demons and how witches were in cahoots with demons mm -hmm. and the devil and you know how to how you had to fear them and how the church was completely against it. And what made it worse was in that Malleus Maleficarum, in that book, mm -hmm. the Pope put an excerpt in the beginning of that book, almost like a acknowledgement or something. Mm -hmm. So because it almost looked like he gave papal 
recognition to this book. Yeah. So everybody, it, it, believed, it. everybody believed it. Everybody yeah. went crazy yep. with this. Yeah. But really, what it was, he was just, well, let's not yeah. talk about the church. That's a whole other mm -hmm. topic, right? <laughs> and and, and blame somebody to be a witch. It, you know, sometimes they had afflictions that couldn't be explained by yeah. medicine. Yeah, epilepsy. Right. You were, yeah, you know, he, after that book was written. Yeah. And he described all the, the you know, the things. He would describe, like, epilepsy or something. Mm -hmm. And, oh, this, she's a witch. And these people were tortured. And the um, back at the Salem Witch Trials in, in America, a lot of it was attributed to possibly the way they baked or the fungus that was in, in the... Uh, the wheat? They, yeah, they, right, they, they well, that's what started it with uh, the hallucinations, the hallucinations yeah. and, and the, the seizures. That and, were, yeah, I mean, the only one who admitted to being a witch was uh, what is her name? The housekeeper. Yeah, the maid. Um, She's the only one that admitted to being a witch. That yes. took care of the kids. Yeah. That started the whole crazy. Yeah. And she now it's going right out of my head. Mm -hmm. She was yeah. right. I, I I knew the name as well, and it it'll come. To me. All right. So the the Malleus Maleficarum that's, was that's written in 1486 mm -hmm. by German monks, mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. monks were Heinrich Kramer and Jacob Sprenger. Yes. They were Catholics and Protestants, mm -hmm. and as they were saying, the entire book outlined how to identify a witch. Mm how to put a witch on trial, how to punish a witch, and it very specifically stated that because of the way that society was at that point in time, it was more likely for a witch to be a woman than a man. So it was basically uh, how to spot a witch for dummies kind of book. Yeah, pretty much. One of the first of its kind, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what you look for, so this is what, what you see. So that's what actually started yeah. the... The, the craze, yeah. basically, and, and and that it took off in Scotland, I think, to start, and from there it was King James, just really just that yeah. he he solidified it with his Bad weather. Book, I'm gonna blame it on witches. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy though. It's crazy how things people are, and even today you still see it. People are kind of the same way. I mean, they, they yeah. run with stuff, yeah. and yeah. and it's hard to. Bring them back, right. you know, and yeah. thank God for the, you know, through the ages, the, you know, that whole witch crave, craze kind of went away. Well, I mean, it's, it, yeah, well, I mean. You got, you got to think about that, though. 25 that, years that, ago, it was still the occult. It was still right, something, that, that you know, craze, tied to Satanism. A lot of that craze disappeared here in the United States. Now, you, you talk about a country like, like uh, Papua New Guinea. Mm -hmm. In 2008, 150 people were put to death. Yep. For being witches, yep. really? Yeah, I had no idea about that. that. And that—that's a constant. There, there is between fifty and one hundred and fifty people every year in Papua New Guinea who are put to death for being wow. witches. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. I did not. That's crazy. And you have to think like things like this can happen if you lose your freedom in a country. Like that's it. If, if the country changes and that's, like what he's sounds like what's next for us. Hmm? <laughs> you never know. That's a whole other discussion, too. <laughs> That's a story for all of us. Let's put back over here a little bit. That's, uh, yeah, don't put that on Facebook. Um, so <laughs> You really have a witch hunt. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I believe the, it. the strange things that you could put on there, though. Yeah. I mean, I mean, mine says that I identify as a polar bear. There you go. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
This is true. We are going to do that episode on the masks, right? <laughs> <laughs> next week. We'll bring them next time. Definitely. But even sometimes, even if people aren't in a state of like that extreme fear, yeah. people are still... I mean, we experienced it in our old store. Yeah. Uh, one of our workers, you know, her parents, she was working for us in, uh, behind the register. And her parents were like... They were out to get us. They oh, were like, yeah, you they, will not go in that witch cult. store. You will not yeah. be associated with wow. them. They are the occult. Yeah. They are to the point that we found out because the girl was showing us the texts um, between, I guess, she somehow got the text between her mother and her mother's friend. Uh-huh. And plotting to vandalize yeah. the store. Yeah, it was crazy. Plotting to, yeah. yeah. You're, you're, right. you're speaking of... And who's the crazy people? The yeah, pictures of the yeah. people against exactly. Them, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, for real. So, so tell us about like witchcraft itself. Tell us about you know things that we might not know as the general public. You know things that that only would you know. Well, I mean it's earth based. You know, yeah. Key, uh, key thing is is honoring the earth. There's uh, a lot of healing involved. Mm -hmm. It's um. I mean, it's the original um, wise woman, healer, shaman, mm -hmm. herbalist, uh, herbalist, mm -hmm. sage, you know, guru. You know, if you were to take this into the context of maybe India, like Hinduism, it's the, you know. So it's, I think in this, like Europe and, and like even here, it's just so... Like, it has to be labeled, mm -hmm. you know? And I don't understand that at all. Like, yeah, for the sake of what, to rope it all into one word, witch. Yeah. You know, witchcraft. But there's a lot involved in it. Well, it, it, it goes against, you know, uh, I think a lot of people's fundamental belief in religion. You know, I'm going to believe in the book written 2,000 years ago by some people that, you know, we don't even know who they were, but say it's from God. Mm -hmm. But... When I see something in front of me that's actually tangible, I I, I can't believe that because mm -hmm. you know, yeah. uh, you know. Well, it's it the same mindset. It's it, when we thank the goddess that there's less people like that today. Yeah. But it's the same mindset as when the Malleus Mo Malefic <laughs> Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> we just call the MF. I'm just gonna. Play. We'll just overdub that. Don't worry. It's the same we'll mindset. The Malleus. Malleus. The Malleus. There you go. That book was written by the monks when that was written and. All they needed was that papal recognition in that book, and yeah. that was that was it. Yeah. So I mean, think about it now. Like I really do think that if the Pope were to say witchcraft or there's 20 witches here, they would probably it would be the same thing again. Yeah. Like there's just still people like that today. There, believe it or not, so there are still people like that. Is it a bad time to say do witches actually cast spells? And are there bad spells as well? Just to follow up. Um, I can't speak for every other way. Right. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking the same thing. We can't but, speak. But we could speak for you know, ourselves. It, just like in there are spells. Mm -hmm. Just like in, um, but if you were to switch it up and change the belief system, you can call them prayers. Yeah. You know, you can call them manifestations. You can mm -hmm. call them. You know your petitions to the gods mm -hmm. you know whatever you want to say but if you're a witch and you're doing the prayer 
or the petition to the gods you're casting a spell. So in essence, yes, witches do. Okay. But I think that there's a lot of, like we can't speak for other witches, but yeah, are there crackpots? Who call themselves witches? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Just oh, like yeah. there's crackpot, you know, Christians and crackpot. Right. I mean, you yeah. have people that put, okay, so take it in the, like a negative spell, if you want to use the word spell, right. with, with ill intent. Okay, that's no different than somebody who's not a witch putting out negative intent or negative ill. It's, it, event, it's the same thing. It's your intent and the words behind it. It's, it's just like bad gossip. The difference, the difference is, is that where your mindset is, like she said. So if you're, if you want to look at it a higher power, you, people that know better, you know, what we talk about manifestation all the time, right? Mm -hmm. So manifestation is what you put out, you get back. So if you're putting, you know, negative intent out there, it's you're going to get that back. It's called. So it's back. a common misconception then to think that when you, you hear a witch cast a spell on somebody, you assume it's something that's physical, it's going to happen right now, and it's always got a negative connotation to it, casting a spell. It's always thought of as something negative. I mean, and that's, I don't guess society does that to us with all the cartoons and all the well, stuff that well, I would just uh, love to know where they came up with that casting of a spell on somebody. Well, cause because that's how I grew up believing. You see a witch casting a spell, you think it's a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. Immediately. Yeah. But that's from us growing up with cartoons and, and society. Exactly. And Exactly. You know, the way we just put it, if everyone was taught that from younger, it wouldn't be this craziness. Well, then so. that would that would lead to a whole lot of other truths coming out. Exactly. With well, the truth fairy in. and Santa Claus and well, everything else. Well, not just, well, <laughs> excuse <laughs> me, Wilson? Santa is real. And that's that could be a whole other podcast. Don't get me started on that. Santa is real and Santa is Norse. <laughs> but, Thank you. <laughs> but to get into all of that, you would have to then... There'd be a lot of bearing of truths as far as like religions, you know, all religions. So, yeah, I mean, with, the, with this kind of thing, people rather not open their eyes and just be led down the same path that they're comfortable right. people with. People are content and, with the lies, and even yeah. if they know their lies, just knowing that, okay, that makes me yeah, easier to accept. Right, right. <laughs> convenient, you know, convenient lies are, you know, hard truth, and that's just the way people are. They're, Convenient lies. They're, they're sold. Uh -huh. That's just it. If, if you sell it properly, they're in. That's just the way people are. Um, so, I see broomsticks. I see no black cats, though. My black cat's home. Uh, <laughs> mine went over the rainbow bridge. So, oh. now talk about broomsticks for us. Because oh, there are a few over here. Black cat. Oh, we can get to that in a minute. One thing at a time. Uh, well, the broomsticks. Uh, they're called besoms, mm -hmm. if you want to get traditional. And usually they're used uh, for like cleansing purposes, energetically sweeping, sweeping the negative energy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, so exactly. That's what they say, sweep the negativity away. Exactly. <laughs> that's what they're used for. Mm -hmm. They're used thinking. for protection. <laughs> you keep your, your besom, your broomstick by the hearth. Or will you come into the home? Right. So usually our, one of our mentors, Lori Bruno, she would tell us keep your besom besom up. Besom up when you're when you want to bring in you know good and everything. Besom down when you leave the house for protection. Hmm. And there's no like flying on these things, right? You know, <laughs> you know we can't give away all trade secrets. Okay. Just saying. Okay. Oh. So talk about the black hat now. Well, black hat. Oh, it's black hat. <laughs> is there something to the cat that 
like cats are re- you know renowned through no, history actually the the whole idea of uh the black cat came from that it was believed that all witches have a what's called a familiar familiar yeah and it just was it was usually a cat because most witches were women Wildly women and you know like the late crazy cat lady yeah so it just turned into it was always ends up being the cat but it could be any animal it was yeah, usually it really any type of animal yeah usually domesticated one a cat or a dog yeah there was and, a raven in uh, maleficent oh. yeah and the cat or the dog was considered an embodiment of the demon mm-hmm. that would do the witch's bidding okay i have called my cat a demon Mm-hmm. Tis true, but you have. I have. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what is the cat's name? Cato. Okay. Cato. <laughs> You've seen Cato. Right? I have, yes. I didn't know the name. He hid into the cat door. And it was funny, I knew he was, like, he, we just knew because he was a stray. Yeah. And I just happened to open up the door, and he was sitting outside the door. <laughs> he was a kitten. He was like that big. Oh, wow. Looking up at me with these big green <laughs> eyes. And I opened up the door. He walked in. I was like, oh, well, I guess there you're you my cat now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that's a Green Hornet reference. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. so quite interesting. You know, tell us a little bit more about, like, modern witchcraft, like like things that you guys do. You do ceremonies and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, we gather every every full moon. Every full moon. Mm-hmm. We have our group that we... Any sacrifices? <laughs> nah, it doesn't happen. Not nah. right. You know the next one out of his mouth. When we invite you over next. That's what I get out of my head. I'm just trying to give clarity to some look, of our look, viewers look. that don't know. <clears throat> and I ask some silly questions at times, but you know, most people associate things like that. Mm-hmm. And that's just clear the air, you know? Yeah. It doesn't happen. Wait, are we talking about sacrifices now or the tiki torches? Or fire. You know what's funny about that? What I find hysterical about that is when people joke, everybody jokes, they go, sacrifices, who's getting sacrificed, right? Everybody that, says that. All the time. And I, I try to hold back and say, I'm sorry, are you Christian? Because wasn't that like a big sacrificing the the lamb or Abraham had to almost sacrifice his son but hey it's only the witches that do the sacrifice think about it the the offering in church that that, that is supposed to be Christ's sacrifice at the same time do do you then consider it um oh I can't think of a word um Sacrilegious? No. Seminary? No. Seminary. <laughs> <laughs> How many syllables? <laughs> no. Think about it. Uh-huh. Okay. You go. You're going into a church, and, and yeah. you're going to take part of this, and you're going to be given the, this bread and this wine, and you're going to be told that it is the body of Christ right. and mm-hmm. it is the blood is of cannibalism. Are you into cannibalism? Yes. Yeah. Cannibalism. Like, seriously. Well, like, from communion to cannibalism. It's cannibalism. No, 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 it's not. No, it's, it's not. It is literal. It is it's supposed literal. to be literal. Yes, it You're is. It is literally God's body suppo- and God's blood. They tell you that. Okay. I, well, okay, okay. I, I wanted I, I to must, shut up for I a must second. Speak for a second Paul was talking, and I, I, was, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but in, to, to answer you, Cole. Um, oh, I'm not Catholic, I, by the way. I am. I went to Roman Catholic school. I was an altar boy. Me too. I was an altar boy. I performed the mass with the priest. 
And it was always symbolism. It was never, nobody ever no. took it seriously. No, oh, no. Yeah, so no. To, I think they, they will seriously. tell you that is the actual. From the inside, nobody ever believed that. Remember, like you said, well, 2,000 years ago, I, we don't know if that's what they actually did. Did someone right. change the story along so, the way and be like, hey, let's just tell everybody we sacrificed lambs so and sound I think, in defense of what, what Rice is trying to say, is the Catholic Church is, is because of the, this supposedly came from the Last Supper. Yeah, Correct? Right. Yeah. So it was actually Jesus that was presenting it and saying, this is my body. Mm -hmm. This yeah. is my blood. So in essence, he was saying, this is my essence. This is my spirit. Or this yeah, this is symbolizes my... me. Remember me right. when you do this. It was the actual right. term yeah. that the priest says. Yeah. Remember me. me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah. it was never taking literal... I still think it's constant hypocrisy, though, that oh, no, they no. use the word sacrifice, and they use yeah. the word when, in fact, that is exactly what was going on in ancient times with all of these religions. Well, the Romans were the big ones sacrificing the Christians to the lions and all that, but, yeah. you know, Christianity itself was, you know, emboldened. Christianity became about because of sacrifice, and, it, it, and I don't believe it was a man sacrifice, a, a God sacrificing himself. I believe that Jesus Christ was just a. Uh, I don't even want to say that. You know, I don't want to offend people. Oh, but he was out. He was an outspoken. <laughs> he was outspoken, and he wanted to kind of buck the system of what was going on, and they put him to death for it. Was he a god? No. Absolutely not. I do not believe that. I think he was he was like an avatar, like just like Gandhi or just like uh, just Buddha. somebody a little ahead of the curve with the rest of the population. Listen, a this lot is of wrong. That he I'm not standing for this no more. And then they sh they put him down. A lot of things that he preached, you know, about if you really look at it, like look at the Dead Sea Scrolls now that are found. No, that's not. That no, that none of that is actually Christ Himself. No, but Judas. Was, they found Judas's. They found Mary's. Um, Mary Magdalene. Yes, in the Dead yeah, Sea Scrolls. In the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yes, right. absolutely. But they talked about his teachings. Yes. They talked about the original. Yeah. Gnosticism. But he, here's my here's my deal with that though. Um, if you do study the books of John, Mark, Luke, all of those, you'll know this. The what? There was a fourth guy there. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, John Paul, George, and Ringo. Now, if you if you actually look at the books, they just take John, the Apostle John, and you and you study his books from one to the from the beginning to the end. It's not the same guy writing it, and neither is Tom. No, well, Luke these and, were written hundreds of years after. But you're talking about the books that are in the Bible. Yes. No. Absolutely. I'm, no, not the books that were the scrolls that were found in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah. The Nagamati scrolls. Now, but that, that was not in the Bible. Those were no, 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 absolutely. The Book of Judas is not in the Bible. Right. Of course not. But they found right. it. Yeah, and absolutely. What's Ma written Mary was a whore. A whore. Right. Again. It was, it was again, Christ. No, it was Christ's wife. Women. Right. Mary Magdalene oh. was a whore. But that's how the Catholic Church tried to. He's God. No, he wasn't. He I was think probably married. Christianity Mary. is women phobic. He was married to probably Mary Magdalene. He was probably married to her. Right. Probably, and she probably, she was probably just as equal as he was in their teachings and yeah. and trying to gain gain yeah. people to come mm -hmm. see them. The That's Church of Joe Rice, amen. I, I, I was actually part of the Church of the Fonz. Going back into that a little bit more. Yeah. Saying that Christianity itself and the, the church is very anti-woman. 
You have to think oh, yeah. about it this way. It's yeah. all of the Abrahamic religions. Yeah, mm-hmm. every one of yeah. them. Yeah. But when you, when you expand and you go to any of the occult religions, women are held yeah. yes. much higher. Yeah, absolutely. Even, even in going beyond witchcraft and going into Satanism. In Satanism, woman is holy. Yeah. I mean, it, it, because all of those religions are far older than... Um, the Abrahamic religions, mm-hmm. and I call them the literalist religions. Mm-hmm. All these other belief systems, paganism or um, shamanism, even you know, ancient America, the North America, South America, Peru, Hindi, you know, they are far older than Christianity. So mm-hmm. yeah, they have more of a revere for women. A reverence. Yes. And rightfully so. Uh, Women rock. So now, just because of all that craziness, I was looking and I found some very strange information in our research. Okay. All right. So, first off, in the Democratic Republic of Congo, 25,000 children were accused of witchcraft in 2006, thrown out of their homes, mm. and had violent exorcisms performed on them. Stop. Wow. 25,000. Based on what? Probably the way they were acting the towards their acting. parents. Yeah. No, to guess. Probably. Yeah. You know what and I mean? They're children. They can't. Yeah. No, we, we will crazy. go back and scrutinize this information after the, the show. But that's crazy, man. Yeah. That's crazy. And then you've got, I'm not even sure I understand how to pronounce that. Kinshasa. Kinshasa? Oh, yeah, there was a dude at the local 7-Eleven. Kinshasa. April 2008, 14 people were arrested as victims and perpetrators of so-called sorcery. Hmm. Apparently, people were snatching penises. <laughs> and how is that? And, 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 how are they how does one them? snatch one? <laughs> you walk around with a light and sorcery to it's, do that. So apparently, <laughs> according according to to the government, there these these people were using black magic to steal men's. <laughs> I can't even say so it straight face. I'm sorry, I can't so one day, face. one day men just woke up and they didn't have one? Right? Like, whoa. Right. <laughs> Hold on. And apparently, they were being extorted. I know. They were being extorted for cash. Like you know, be it was being if you want to see the, it would be if you ever want to see the penis again, <laughs> send a bag of money, leave it by the pole. <laughs> what the hell is that about? That even, oh. I'm sorry. How does that even happen? Like, like, I, I need to know more about that. That's like, that's great. Like, like, did they wake we'll up one day this. and go, like, into the police department and go, where did go? Look into the disappearing penises. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll roll us into our, wow. into our very first segment of Dark Oddity. That actually should have been the Dark Oddity segment. Seriously, yeah, I give you that. That was pretty freaking Stay odd. Stay tuned for the oh. case of the missing penises. So today we figured we'd do a, a segment called Dark Oddity. Dark Oddity is basically the oddest things we can find in the paranormal f- realm. 
and we're gonna roll with it and just figure out what we can talk about and see how it goes. So I was doing some research and I found something pretty odd. There's a guy named Carl Tanzler, who back in 1930 met a beautiful Cuban-American girl while he was working at a hospital in Key West. Turns out, our friend Carl, who went by about six different names, by the way. <laughs> yeah, your first sign. Count, you know, <laughs> Count Van Coslin. George Carl Tanzler, Carl Tanzler Von Corsel, Carl Tanzler with a K, Carl Tanzler with a C, Count Carl Tanzler Von Kossel. So his wow. birth certificate, you don't his marriage certificate, his doctor's licenses, his signatures at these hospitals, and his death certificate all had a different name on it. Of some variation of the several names we spoke That's about. somehow impressive. So, <laughs> yeah. And we never actually could figure out why he had a job in a hospital because we could not find any medical records to state that he had any degrees in med no. medicine or, or anything like that. Most likely he was in the engineering field and he worked on the equipment, most likely. He, he was a radiology... Technologist. Technologist, okay. yeah. So, technician, basically, yeah. Right. He turned the machine on for the guy who actually knew how to use it. So, in a nutshell. Okay. So, so feel free to just phone in if you're a radiologist or a technician and you just want to give your We'd like to hear your piece of information this. to Rice here, feel free. Well, this is back in 1930. I'm not talking about today's people. <laughs> well, so, we're back in the basement again. Turns out... <laughs> Turns out, Carl um, had some type of premonition when he was a young man. And in the premonition, he states that a relative, a deceased relative of his, came to visit, and she was a countess, uh, Van Carson, or Clausen, whatever. Countess Van Clausen. Castle. 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 Don't get Count it. Don't get like, it. Don't get it. Don't get it. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no relation to, to the Corsons, who are a fine family, by the way. <laughs> Very upstanding family. So, Carl, Carl has his vision where this countess that he's related to, who's deceased, comes to him and tells him about the love of his life that he will one day meet. And she describes her in detail. And Cole has this great vision, writes it down, and keeps it, you know, in the back of his mind. And somewhere a decade or so later, he's working in this hospital in Key West. And this woman walks in. She has tuberculosis, which back then in the 1930 area, um, it's pretty much a death sentence. So he immediately sees her, falls head over heels for her. She is probably 30, 40 years younger than him. And there's no evidence to even suggest that she reciprocated any of these feelings. Wait, he wait. was born in 1875, by the way. She was born in 1920. Oh, she was oh, born okay. in 1909. 1909, close enough. He was easily 30 years her elder. Okay. okay. So he falls head over heels, promises to help cure her of tuberculosis, there's nothing to state that she actually reciprocated any of these feelings, but he goes out of his way to bring equipment from the hospital to her home, falls massively in love with her. She dies anyway. Turns out that some of the concoctions he was making probably were really good for her. You know, back then they were mixing, you know, formaldehyde and, you know, all these type of heavy right. metals. Kids smoke that now in their vapes today. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> 
stupidity is, you know, <laughs> rampant in our society. So she dies, calls distraught, approaches the parents of her. I think her name was Elena. Her name was Elena Milagro de Hoyas. Yes, she went as Helen as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, approached Helen's parents and asked if he could purchase the, the, the property for to build a mausoleum in the local cemetery. And he, uh, he built this elaborate above-ground mausoleum. They laid her to rest. And Cole would go to the, to the mausoleum every day and sit there and sing songs and, you know, just pour his heart out to her and she's no longer with us. And if that's where the story ended, it wouldn't be on the show. Exactly. So, you know, thank go. you. You saw my picture. I'm like, I don't know what is happening. I can't help. I know something's coming, <laughs> and I know Cole. it's going to be bad. <laughs> okay. So, Cole, I'm just trying to prep myself. After mentally. a couple of years of her being in the mausoleum, decides that he's going to take her out of oh, the mausoleum. Oh, no. So, Cole brings her home, props her up in the bed. It does a little microsurgery to repair any kind of rotting flesh and lack of eyeballs and decides to keep her there for the next seven years. Oh my oh god! god. <laughs> oh my god! It's this Norman is a That's story? so much true. longer <laughs> than I thought he was gonna say. <laughs> 100% so true. This is where <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock <laughs> got the Norman idea. Beats. I Come on! <laughs> <laughs> So now, not only, not only does he keep her there oh, for seven years, yeah, but course. as Joe said, said well, you think they stayed quiet for seven years? They he re- he replaced her eyes with with glass eyes. Uh, he <laughs> she has a thing about eyes. You can't talk about eyes. I can't. He filled her with rags so that she maintained the shape. Oh. Her beautiful oh, physique. God. And as her face began to to decompose, decompose <laughs> or, or rot, right. though, I was trying to be nice here. Yeah. He Not replaced nice, it with silk dipped in wax. And he also used plaster of Paris, by the And way. plaster of Paris, yes, yes. yes. And when her hair totally fell out, he put a wig on. Um, story comes out 30 years later. So the autopsy, when they found her... <laughs> <laughs> Should I be really scared? <laughs> so, turns out that some people got wind of this. Well, I don't sure know if did. it was the it's crazy odor coming out of the bedroom. I was going to say downwind of it, actually. <laughs> oh, oh. Carl slept next to her for seven years. So, in 1940, when the family started to get wind that something was going on like this, they approached them, they called the authorities. They found the body in there, but unfortunately, at that time, the statute of limitations on desecrating a grave and doing harm to a corpse had expired. So they didn't charge him with anything. Because apparently, there's a statute of limitations yeah. on something on like that. Yeah. The corpse <laughs> is in the bed, but we're not going to charge you. So he probably had money, you know, and stuff like that. So, um, you know, it is what it is, but it's crazy. Um, so the autopsy took place in 1940. They actually propped her up in the local um, funeral parlor, and like 6,000 people came to see her. 6,800 people. Yes. Oh, 6,800 people <laughs> visited it. And um, then they buried her in an unmarked grave so that 
He could call for not find her again. Um, now, 1940, when the autopsy was done, eh, flash forward to like 1972 to one of the doctors that did the autopsy said there was actually a vaginal tube placed in her. Oh, so, you know, I was oh, hoping yeah. I wasn't going there. Oh, really? The whole story, Cole. The whole story. The whole story, Cole, from beginning to end you know, is the oddity. When you know he how said, he feels to get yelled at like that. When he said <laughs> she was in the me. bed, I'm going, I'm not going there. No, I'm not no, going there in my no. head. I'm not, but... Apparently yeah, um, Ripley's, uh, believe it wow, or not, down in Florida, that's... Key West, set up a whole area showing the scene of her in the bed. They did a reenactment? They did a reenactment. Oh, you can actually oh visit God. the original tomb. Wait, so you I just still... want to say, this is where, and we're talking, we, we can't figure out why people are still persecuting witches. <laughs> really? <laughs> I've lost faith in the human race. You can actually <laughs> visit the actual mausoleum. You're going to still visit Cole Tesla's slammatory because it's still there with the bedroom, with the dummy in the bed, and him standing next to her to take pictures with. He's still there. You can actually do that. Well, it's not. Cole Tesla died in 1952, by the way. Mm. Yeah. Yes. In uh, Pasco County, Florida. So. Yep. <laughs> now, several. Some craziness going movies on. Movies and County novels County. have been yeah. written touching the subject. There's been some shows on it. Some bands have actually wrote. Songs about this. Mm -hmm. Nothing mainstream, you know, pop charts or anything like that, but next it's actually been Such covered a quite often. We'll call the next song Ode to Elena. Oh, see? And nobody threw him in the water or poked him with pins or burned him at the stake. No. Nobody did that. No. no. Nobody actually, did that. Actually, because the statute of limitations ran out. He was a man. Because he said they he was doing it. Anyway. He was a man. Go. He, he was, was a man. man. He wasn't a witch. Because he was a man. He was a man. And made him famous. And there you go. Because he said he was doing it out of love. Right. Folks, <laughs> what have we become? Mm -hmm. Or what are we still? Yes, yeah, not you. what we've become. We've been it for a long time. Yeah. Nicely said, Cole. That's the wrap that said. Segment of Dark Oddity. I think it was a pretty good one, although the penis snatches of Peru were pretty. That was something we needed yeah, to uh, discuss on our next uh, subject on wow. the next episode. But, um, wow. yeah. I just want to know where do you go from there? I was just <laughs> going to say that. Yeah, what's the next thing I, we're going to bring up? I don't up? even know where like, to go from there. Oh my God. So we're gonna we're gonna bust into our next uh, subject, which uh, Chris is gonna handle. Which is Dark Odyssey Academia. This is kind of where we teach you something that maybe you didn't know, or maybe you wanted to know but didn't know how to find out about it. Or so. were afraid to ask. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> this section of uh, academia is going to be about Aleister Crowley. Does anybody here know about Aleister Crowley? Only the well. song. Ozzy <laughs> 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 Osbourne, dude! Is this the same thing? <laughs> so, well, it's really about the real man. Oh, yeah. That's what I the song you know, has nothing really to do with too much about him, but, you know, so, factually. So Aleister Crowley uh, lived from 1875 to 1947. 
Born the same year that uh, 1875. Yeah, Tensler. Oh, pedophile. Yeah, pedophile. Pedophile. Well, she was 30 years younger than him. Hold on a second. They never said at what point though. She could have been 30. Oh, she was already in her 20s. No, she was in her 20s. Yeah, she was in her 20s. She was actually married and divorced already. She could not bear children, so she was kicked away. Okay. It's still weird. Still weird. Alistair was an English occultist, a ceremonial magician, a poet, painter, a novelist, and, and a, a mountaineer. And a highly educated individual for his time. Yes. Yes. Mm. He actually wrote many papers and was considered a, a prolific writer because of how intelligent he actually was. Yeah. He founded the occult religion of Thelema. Yep. Was actually from a very wealthy Christian family. Yeah. But they, they were brewers or something, weren't they? Oh, no, no, no. They like, brew? as in beer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I might be confusing my stories at this point. But I, I, no, I, I, I think it was his family were brewers. I believe so. Yeah. Might have been. I, I, don't so. remember, I don't remember reading that. They were very wealthy. They were very, yeah. very wealthy. <clears throat> and he had, he had actually joined many different occult uh, groups. Yeah. He and, he wrote many uh, many books that are still actually out there today. I mean, yeah. The, uh, one of the the main books that he wrote for Philemo was actually the book of the book of the law, mm-hmm. which is quite interesting read. I've read it. And <laughs> he was such an intelligent man that he would join these occults, and he would just work his way up because he was so intelligent that the average people around him were just basically dumb. So he would he would join this I guess you would call it cult or uh, part of group, group. yeah and he would just rise to the top and then he would change all their the views that they had to you know sync with his views mm-hmm. and then that's how he created all these like mini uh, little societies that looked up to him you know, he, uh, he he studied many religions and many cultures as well and. Uh, while he was in Egypt with his his wife, he started building an altar in their hotel room, and was praying and trying to to uh, reach some of the ancients. Mm-hmm. And uh, Thelema actually came from uh, Iwas, which is a entity that contacted him. And assisted him in writing the books wow. and writing the ideas of Thelema. Mm-hmm. He was he was he was a strange individual. He was yeah. a strange individual. Oh, yeah. He was he was a uh, <laughs> he was an avid drug user. Yeah. Hmm. He was a very open bisexual, mm-hmm. and uh, one of his main one of his main um, uh, points that he was trying to get across to people that was that no matter what sexual orientation you are you should never be upset with yourself you should always be open with it uh-huh. which again is, is quite interesting <clears throat> that time period yeah. especially yeah exactly yeah. it was a very colorful character that's for sure he i uh, believe he designed his own style of tarot cards that i actually have those yes yeah. it's called the tough yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. and they're they're pretty popular today so, left they're, they're, they're popular, but they're very difficult to find. Yeah. And um, 
I don't know anyone who's actually been able to buy a set of them. It not every um, dealer like we had to actually search different dealers that will carry them. Mm -hmm. Not mm -hmm. every like Llewellyn doesn't right. touch Monster <clears throat> Crawley. Right. right. <laughs> Is there a reason? I I'm gonna think because he he was outspoken, mm -hmm. um, and people I guess some of his teachings or beliefs some people would attribute it as dark. Yeah. So, that's hmm. just my guess. So what's so special about those set of cards? <clears throat> it, he just designed them. It's just right. Well, it's just because it's a custom thing. Like no, oh. they just didn't. I guess it was just something about him in general that mm -hmm. they didn't want to. I, I believe he commissioned a very famous artist to design him in the way he asked the artist to draw them out. Oh. Something right. to that effect. It's very reminiscent of uh, Salvador Dali, the cards. Mm -hmm. it, it's not done by Dali, but yeah. it's, it's very reminiscent of Dali. Mm -hmm. um, and I only wound up coming across it because uh, a friend was given the, the deck. Uh -huh. And wow. he had no use for it, and he gave it to me. Mm. That deck sits, on my, uh, sits next to my altar. Nice. What, you're not going to ask him if he did sacrifices now? <laughs> you know why? Oh, I know he's he did. a man. He's a man. <laughs> Buzz it. I know he did. I don't have that. <laughs> Listen, though, those, those goats in high school. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. uh, yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> Little Joey's actually a Where's Brian? Oh, oh, hi. Good. All right. <laughs> he's still here. He's still here. But yeah, he was definitely an interesting character. And somebody who was very outspoken in the occult and very revered by, by many thousands of followers. And, uh, you know, basically they, you know, put a dark label on him and he's been vilified mm -hmm. for being outspoken, being bisexual, being a drug user and being part of, you know, that's a type of society, you know, witches and whatnot. So he's definitely vilified in, in most people's minds today yeah. that don't know enough about him or what he was actually doing. I don't know a whole lot, and I can't say I do. That would be a lie, but from the little bit I have read, just a guy who wanted to practice, you know, his own style of religion, basically, you know, and live by his own code. Who am I to judge? Strangely enough. He didn't kill anybody, did he? <laughs> Not that I know of, but strangely enough, the uh, the founder of... Uh, <laughs> The founder of Gardnerian Wicca. Ah, I was going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> actually based a lot of it yeah. off of the Thelema. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because Crowley's name was Blackbolt. He figured mm -hmm. he could get away with he, yep. he could get away with that. Hmm. Oh, so he just like stole the ideas and just put it out that's, in his that's, own? Yeah. That's yeah. what's it's it's what a lot of people yeah. do. Yeah. 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 Nothing's original anymore, huh? <laughs> Except for Dark Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> we are original, baby. We are the original, original. <laughs> original, original. Yes. I like that. The OG, OG. There you go. You heard it first. The Dark, dark Odyssey, the cult. <laughs> Slowly but surely. We started by that man. Slowly but surely. <laughs> now we got to come up with some weird name for you. Tiki. <laughs> no, Ask I don't like it. Like <laughs> what do you want to count, Tiki? Supreme. How do I like that? Supreme. Come back. Nice. Come back, King Og. 
OG from the book of, uh, you know, OG. by the Fallen Angels, Enoch and King Og. Oh, no, I know nothing the about Anunnaki, that. King Og. I know the Anunnaki. Oh, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> we'll get to that one day. Every Stay time true. we said that, we have to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> You got that, Brian? He has it on typing all night. I love it, baby. Man is thorough. Yep. Awesome. So, Are you also writing down the times for this? Uh-huh. Look at that. Look at that. He's got everything. He's <laughs> good. Well, that, that was really an interesting show, guys. That was that was a lot of good talk tonight. And uh, I think we broached a bunch of subjects that we uh, hopefully enlighten people with the knowledge that Maybe they didn't have before. I know I've learned a lot tonight, and it was definitely, definitely a great show. Joe's learned a lot, and he didn't actually learn that much because there's so much more on this subject. (laughs) And we will get to it. Stay tuned. But thank you for joining us, and check out our sites. We're all across social media, Dark Odyssey, Paranormal, Magic Moon Sisters. Get your witch on. We will see you next time. Thank you, folks. Good night. Good night. Peace. everything else in life, why not? <laughs> you know. <laughs>